I would like to invite all of the children to come a little bit closer to the screen and share a special moment with me this morning. You may remember if you worshiped with us last week that Pastor Nancy talked about how much she loves to dance. And I love to dance too. One of the things I also love to do is to sing. I love singing. And singing is one of the ways that the people of God have always expressed our love for God. We gather together and we sing praise to God. We sing glory to God. Or we can be by ourselves and sing praise to God and sing glory to God. Right now, when we're worshiping online, we may all be in our different houses and in different places, but we're all singing and praising God together. We do it every Sunday. The song we just sang was, Glory be to the Father. And after we collect our offerings and bring them forward, we sing, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Singing is special in the way that it lifts our hearts up to God. You know, in our hymnal, we have some instructions about how to sing. And sometime, maybe if you've got a hymnal at home or the next time we're back in church together, you can look, it's on one of the very first pages of our hymnal, and maybe you could get one of your parents to read it to you. But one of the things that they say here in our hymnal is to sing with courage. Don't sing like you're half asleep. Glory be to the Father. No, be fully awake and sing with a full voice. And also it says, don't be afraid or ashamed of your voice. Even if you can't carry a tune or even if you don't think that your voice sounds beautiful, God thinks your voice is beautiful. And God wants to hear you singing. And we want to hear you singing too. So let's pray together. And then the next time we sing together in worship, which will be in just a few minutes, I want you to sing with a full heart as loudly as you can. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift of music and for singing that each and every one of us can lift our voices and praise you and thank you. So no matter how we sound, we thank you for rejoicing in our singing. May every word that we sing come straight from our hearts. May it be a song of love to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you on Christmas Eve. Well, speaking of music, I can't believe it's true, but it's the fourth Sunday of Advent, it's December 20th, and I am not yet tired of Christmas music. Usually by around the 5th or 6th of December, I've had enough, because wherever you go, in the mall, in the Target, in the grocery store, you go to get your hair cut, they're just blaring Christmas music all the time, usually starting right after Halloween, so that by the time Advent rolls around, I'm tired of the music. But I don't feel that way this year. Maybe it's because I haven't been to the mall 
I haven't been to Target, and obviously I haven't gotten my hair cut lately. Or maybe it's because we haven't had the opportunity to, to gather and, and to sing like we usually do. The fact is, I find myself craving the music of the season. And, and I think I'm making my way through all of my favorite CDs of Advent and Christmas music. Because there's something about the music of this season. There's something about singing the songs and the carols of this season that, is, that runs more deep than just thinking about it or talking about it. There's something about singing that is mystical and that takes, her, takes us to a deeper place, deep into our hearts and into our souls. Studies and experience have shown that people, even in the advanced stages of dementia or Alzheimer's, can still sing songs that they learned as children even if they don't know the names of their loved ones or know their own names, even if they can't speak and tell stories, they can still sing the songs that they learned by heart. The truth is, if you want to memorize something, if you want to learn something by heart, the best way to do it is to put it to music. Last year, you may remember in a children's message, I taught the children a song that I learned that helps me remember the names of the 12 disciples. Or if you even take it out of a church context, those of you who are in my generation, I bet you can recite the preamble to the Constitution, but you have to sing it, right? We the people, in order to form a more perfect union. Anybody else know that? Schoolhouse rock people of a certain age, I can hear you, you're singing it now, it's stuck in your brains. I can recite the preamble to the Constitution of the United States because I can sing it. There's something about singing that connects us with our hearts. And as the people of God, we have always known there's something about singing that connects us with God that lifts our hearts up to God, no matter the circumstances we find ourselves in, no matter what's going on around us, when we come and sing glory be to God the Father, when we come and sing praise to God, our hearts are lifted up in a way that we cannot explain. The people of God have known this for thousands of years. The book of Psalms is a book of songs, songs that the people of God have been singing for thousands of years, for generation upon generation. I think one reason we were drawn to the Psalms during this season of Advent is because we are, we are bereft of one another, that we don't have the opportunity right now to gather together in the sanctuary and sing but we wanted to dive into these songs of the faith as a way of reminding ourselves that we are a singing people. And there's something about these songs of faith that shape us and teach us and lift our hearts to God in worship. So the songs of the faith give us words and expression to share our love and praise with God. And they teach us and shape us 
and give us deeper understanding of who God is. The psalm that we heard this morning, Psalm 96, is all about singing. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, it begins, inviting all of God's people to join their voices in song and praise to God. But this psalm teaches us and reminds us that it's not just God's people in the sanctuary who are invited to sing God's praises. It's all people everywhere join in the song of praise to God. And it's not just people invited to sing. Toward the end of the psalm, the psalmist says all of creation, the seas and the trees and the fields and the animals, all lift up their voices in praise. The psalm reminds us that we are invited and called to put God at the center of our lives. The Lord is king of the universe. And so let all of God's creatures and all of God's creation put God in God's rightful place, the center of our lives, the center of our hearts, and let the foundation of our life be praise. Sing a new song. And then with every generation of God's people, there have been new songs lifted up, new ways of praising God, new expressions of understanding who God is and what God is up to in the world. We hear another one of those new songs this morning. The lighting of our Advent candle, we heard Mary's song. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary and told her that she would be the one to bear the Christ into the world, even though this meant trouble for her, she was young, she was unmarried, she was poor. There was much about her circumstances that could bring about fear and trepidation and reluctance. And yet, upon hearing the news, Mary goes to see her relative Elizabeth and sings a song. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Mary sings a song of praise. And then she begins to sing about what God is doing in this moment in human history. Through choosing her and through the birth of this child, God is scattering the proud in the arrogance of their hearts. God is bringing down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. God is filling the hungry with good things and sending the rich away empty. She sings of this great reversal where God is upending the status quo, turning upside down all the values of the world and ushering in a new kind of king with humility, born in poverty, born in vulnerability, offering God's very self in defenseless love. We hear the echoes of Mary's new song this morning as we worship. And in this season, we hear another song that was offered by a later generation, also part of our history in the faith. We are Methodists. 
The Methodists have always been singing people. And you know that our Methodist movement was started by the Wesley brothers, John Wesley and Charles Wesley. There are some who would say that our understanding of God, our theology, is shaped more by the songs of Charles Wesley than by the sermons of John Wesley. It is the songs that we sing as Methodists that have shaped our understanding of God, that have given us new words to use to praise God, new ways of announcing to the world this new song of God's good news. So one of Charles Wesley's hymns that many across the world will be singing with us in the next few days is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I would encourage you to to learn this hymn by heart because there are phrases that will return to you again and again from this profound announcement of Christ's birth. Mild, he lays his glory by. Wesley's reminding us that, that Christ was born, the Son of God, the creator of the universe, and yet In choosing to become a humble peasant child, God has set aside all of that glory to come among us as a gentle, mild, poor child. And then the second verse, I think it's the second verse, Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. This new song reminds us and all the world that Christ comes to bring life and light to all people and that he brings to us the healing of the world. So this morning we hear these songs of past generations Ways that those who've gone before us have put into word and into music. Songs that can lift up our hearts in worship and teach us and shape us into God's people. But there is another song still being sung, yet to be sung. What is the song that you will sing? What is the song that that we, as the people of God today in the 21st century, will sing in this moment into this world? How will we lift our hearts and teach the world about the good news of God's love and light and healing for all people? That is the song being written right now. And it is a song that we sing and will sing together for this world. Thanks be to God. Amen.